to Anchors Away, the podcast that chronicles a landlocked new sailor's journey to finding freedom and adventure at sea. I'm your host, Todd Middlebrooks, and I welcome you along on my journey. In this episode, we continue our adventures in the U.S. Virgin Islands, discover a cool sailboat with a storied history, drop Karen off to head to the airport, and snag the last mooring ball at our anchorage. However, before we get back into the logbook, I wanted to mention that the podcast is now docked in a new location. That's right, we have a new podcast host. The Anchors Away podcast is now on Anchor FM. I know it seems like it should have been the obvious choice from the beginning, but we're here now. One of the great new features that we have with Anchor is the ability for you to send messages into the show. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description, activate the microphone on your device, and submit a message. I welcome your questions and comments and would love to feature them on future episodes of the show. Just click into the description and try it out now. And as always, thanks for tuning into the show. Now let's head back into the logbook. U.S. Virgin Islands Day 4, The Real Trouble Begins. The day began with a leisurely start. We had stayed the night in Coral Bay since Brett and his crew were going to go to Limeout this morning. As we sat eating breakfast and drinking coffee, I noticed a boat behind us that had a lot of dinghy traffic around it, which prompted me to do some research. A quick Google search for Coral Bay, St. John, and Black Sailboat uh, led me to the history of what is known as now as the Silver Cloud. Uh, and I wanted to share a brief bit of that history here because it was fascinating to me and led me to take more photographs of the ship. Built in early 1899 in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Silver Cloud, which was originally christened the Helen S., has spent time as a much-needed pilot boat in rough weather, a fire boat during World War I and World War II, and even a sunken ship in the 1950s. She was raised in the 1960s by a Christian missionary and served many years running eyeglasses and supplies for ministries between Canada and Haiti. Eventually, the fated Helen S. fell into the hands of drug smugglers in the Bahamas and was abandoned once more. The Coast Guard towed her to Florida where Elliot Hooper was unknowingly waiting for his fateful ship. The year was 1987 when Key West resident, t-shirt printer, and island trader Elliot Hooper found his match in the 110-foot iron schooner. For $5,000 and a bottle of rum, Hooper deemed her a proper schooner for the trading company of his dreams. With a Greyhound bus motor as the engine, Elliot set sail for St. John on newly named Silver Cloud. Today, Elliot attends to the mighty beauty seen floating peacefully in Coral Bay Harbor, occasionally offering lucky folks a trip they will never forget. We were anchored right in front of the Silver Cloud, and it was fascinating to sit there and look at it as we read the history of this amazing ship. Brett picked up TJ and Aubrey a little before 11 a.m. to head to Limeout, while we pressed to leave around 11.30 to get Karen to Red Hook to catch her flight home. Shortly after clearing Coral Harbor and turning towards St. Thomas, we found ourselves in a pretty good rainstorm. We had even unfurled the jib thinking we could motor sail some, but there was no wind at all. 
or at least no wind angle that we could use. I think the wind was being pulled up into that small weather system that was giving us the rain, but I'm still learning about weather. We quickly furled the jib back in and continued motoring towards Red Hook. The trip over wasn't too bad, and we made decent time. Entering Red Hook, I attempted to call the fuel dock on the VHF with no luck. As I got closer, I noted the fuel dock was full, and I got a call from the dock asking my intentions. He had other boats ahead of us in line for fuel that were actually behind us, so we decided to grab a mooring ball off, the, off to the side and dinghy Karen in, since she was cutting it close. After a few attempts in very close quarters, we successfully got tied off on our most stressful ball attempt yet. Less than 30 seconds later, we get a call that there's space for us at the fuel dog, so we dropped our lines and we headed that way to try to save some time. With the helm on the port side, I eased past the fuel dock, pivoted around to starboard, and eased up right next to the fuel dock. Hero, the fuel dock hand at AYH, set the lines for us, and we quickly unloaded Karen and her luggage. I had already talked to Kevin, who was stuck at the airport, unable to drive Karen, so we quickly walked to the terminal to try and hail a taxi. The first guy we came to offered to take Karen to the airport for $30, so we said that's fine. Lindsay and I said our far too rushed goodbyes, and then she was gone. If I had known how badly and instantly I would miss her, I would have held her a moment longer and given her another kiss. Lindsay went to find provisions and I headed back to the boat to check on Trip. I got back to the boat as they were about to begin fueling and I sent Trip to help Lindsay. I asked about throwing away our trash and Hero said that he'd have to charge us per bag, but he'd let me drop the dinghy and dinghy around to the dinghy dock at Dock E and toss our bags in the dumpster for free. After fueling both tanks and helping load provisions onto the boat, I hauled off the trash. When I got back, Lindsay made sandwiches and we ate a quick lunch since no one was waiting behind us for fuel. Apparently, we were at the end of the rush. As I loaded up the ice that we bought at the dock, I tipped Hero $20 and he immediately asked me my name. He was a huge help for us, the highest level of customer service we've experienced on this trip thus far. I felt lucky that we had his help, but our luck was about to change. We motored back towards Salt Pond Bay, where Brett had gotten a ball and done the Ram's Head hike. He was keeping us posted on availability as we headed back, and just as we were getting close, a powerboat left, leaving the final mooring ball open once again. We slid in and grabbed it just before another power cat rounded the corner. We still had a little luck after all. After shutting down the engines, I hopped in for a snorkel with TJ. We swam out to a cool little reef that sits near the mouth of Salt Pond Bay. I had the GoPro and we took a few photos and some video. Shortly after getting back on board Rendezvous, I decided to take a shower. And that's when I smelled diesel fuel in our starboard hull. Not thinking a lot about it since we had just fueled up. I thought maybe we just had some residual smell lingering from the fuel dock. No such luck. After showering, I started looking into the smell and discovered about two inches of diesel fuel sloshing in the bottom of the bilge which is located right under my cabin. After digging around, I was thankfully able to find one of those petroleum-absorbing diaper cloths, as they call them, and soak most of it up. I used regular paper towels to finish off the job, and I decided I would keep an eye on it. We finished off pork tenderloin alongside Gouda grits once again for dinner. After dinner, Brett and Aubrey dingied over to pick up TJ to go play some games and celebrate Cameron's birthday as we continued to work on the diesel issue in the bilge. I was hoping the fumes would dissipate some, but that was not the case, 
So that evening, I decided to sleep on the sofa in the saloon. Aubrey was sweet and offering to let me have her cabin, but I stuck with the sofa, hoping tomorrow our luck would change. I could not have anticipated the continued downturn that our luck would take. Once again, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Anchors Away. If you would like to leave a message or have a question for the show, feel free to click the link in the description as we have now joined Anchor FM. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast because you're not going to believe or want to miss what's coming up. Thanks for tuning into the show. Be sure to subscribe and have future episodes automatically docked into your favorite podcast player. Until then, Anchors Away. Land on!